This is the Monocast, all about open source marketing automation with Montic. And here is your host, Hecky Gamble. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Monticast. Today with me is nobody because, uh, yeah, Leon has a flu. Uh, Thomas is on vacation. Everybody else left and right already left the office. So I'm sitting here all on my own. And uh, we're talking about Mautic. Actually, there's a lot to, to talk about because we uh, we had a special on the Mautic conference South America last time. And a ton of things happened meanwhile. So here's a little catch-up episode. In our interview part, we're talking to Ruth. Uh, it's actually a, an interview that I recorded at the Mautic conference. And we're talking about the future, uh, the bright vision for Mautic and the, all the pieces that she put together and presented in Sao Paulo. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that part. It's uh, good stuff. But for now, let's start with looking at what's new in Mautic. Uh, first of all, obviously, we had yet another patch release and you will re well remember that we only receive patch releases for Mautic 4 anymore. Mautic 5 is in the pipeline. Mautic 4.4.5 mainly fixes uh, an issue with the custom ob objects installation that was broken in 4.4.4. Uh, other things include um, fixes for the HubSpot connection and other stuff. So, yeah, if you if you were affected by that, then 4.4.5 is good for you. There will also be a 4.4.6 uh, Let's see what it contains. It all depends on um, emergencies and also on contribution. And that's especially true for other things like Mautic 5 and, and uh, features in general. We have so many st things still that are um, developed by somebody or are contributed by some company, but it's still in the backlog because there's not enough people who test that. So people out there, if you want more features in Mautic, if you want more fixes in Mautic, you need to be part of that effort. You need to at least test things. You don't have to be a developer or anything to test things, but you need to uh, contribute a little bit of your time and get into the habit of testing. Um, it's not only that there are so many un uh, um, untested or not completely tested things out there, uh, that cannot be merged into the into the product because of that. It's even that that people stop contributing. Well, there's a really nice feature uh, that uh, Acquia has that, that well, well, it's about sending segment emails but excluding specific users, so like like a blacklist. Um, it's a thing that comes up time and again. They have that. They would contribute it, but they are frustrated because they contribute things and, and the community doesn't manage this little bit of testing. Uh, okay, let's stop with the rant, but, but uh, long story short, please, please, please get familiar with testing. If you don't know where to start, uh, contact me directly, for instance, or contact Ruth or somebody in the product team, and everybody will be happy to introduce you with it. The perfect point and place, by the way, is the Open Source Friday. Um, so attend that and uh, do testing. It's very, very valuable. 
Hey, okay. So, um, yeah, what do, do we have? Let's start with a little bit of how to uh, do things in Mautic. One thing is um, that I wanted to, to discuss is the entire thing of email, uh, newsletter, sign up, unsubscribe link, etc. There's uh, still a, a ton of questions around that. The more complicated it gets, the more tricks you have to do. Um, so one thing is the unsubscribe link in the footer. What do you actually get unsubscribed from? Um, the other is how can you complex subscription scenarios be handled? Honestly, I think uh, there's a little bit of best practice needed. Like um, um, here is how to set up your newsletter categories. If you have more than one, uh, here's how to make it handleable. Handleable? Is that a word? <laughs> um, via API. Here's how to make sure that that uh, do, you know, people do not um, accidentally unsubscribe from everything or do not contact uh, is created that affects even even transactional emails etc. Uh, so for us we're doing that in almost every project and we are learning on the way. I think we have a pretty good pre best practice for ourselves but I think a general best practice for Mautic would be needed um, and on based on that probably a lot of ideas for improvement um, yeah, yeah frankly I'm not even sure how to start this process I could I could uh, for instance shell out our own best practices and say hey what do, does everybody else else think and um, let's turn this into into a general recommendation but then yeah whenever you start the discussion there are other angles on that. I don't know, maybe we, we just publish our own best practice uh, as our own opinion and not as a general guideline. Huh, okay, another um, less complicated thing, well, technically it is complicated, but it, it is uh, straightforward nonetheless, and that is the topic of focus items in dynamic web content. Doesn't that sound crazy? But it's not at all. It's it's very, very valuable. It's a... Uh, it, creates a little uh, a lot of flexibility so you can in the end steer control focus items that are placed in your website directly for Mordic. you don't have to go to the content management system you can really control the focus items where and what and when through Mordic if you use dynamic web content it's a thing that we love there is a a, um, a video even how to do that um and um, a forum post discussing that the video is actually about dynamic web content because that is not not intuitively intuitively to be used, but but it is working very well. So try it out, give it a try. Yeah. Next next one is um, about connecting Elementor with Mautic uh, using N8N. N8N is of course this um, workflow integration thing like Zapier. And others but it can be self-hosted therefore it's very popular or increasingly popular in the modic world um, this blog post specifically is from powertic and in portuguese so um, if you are interested you, you will e be able to translate 
the website and uh, learn a little bit from that and also dive into the Brazilian world. Um, then last but not least, uh, I want to recommend a nice video from Joey. It's actually uh, not brand new. It's the Halloween edition of his uh, video cast and it's called Stranger Things in Mordic. It's actually a nice collection of funny niches in, in Mordic and uh, it's a lot to learn inside of that. So check it out. It's it's really fun stuff. Good stuff, Joey. Um, yeah. Where do we move along? Let, let's go to um, even more technical thing. There was a discussion about multiple mortics sharing the same code base. So the idea is I have in the file system one 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 mortic code code blob, um, but I have multiple databases, and out of that multiple. Mortic instances are spun with independent data. Huh. And I, I stumbled upon that, that forum post and um, chimed in. And one question is asked, is, why would you do that? And the other was, uh, how did you do it? And I was pointed to uh, an older blog post by Containerize from 2020 uh, who described how to do that. They call it multi-tenancy um, uh, not sure it's the same thing, but but okay. Um, I'm still not really sure <laughs> if, if it's a thing for everybody, but uh, maybe in some cases it makes sense. And I, I hope the, the specific questions could be solved there. The other, um, uh, the, the big learning there is that th this blog post really <laughs> describes a trick or a, a fancy fancy hack how to, how to do it. And uh, I, th I think it's fun. Um in the same context, uh, there's a multi-domain uh, plugin by by our friends at Friendly. Um, multi-domain, as in multiple brands within within the same company. So one Mortic, but uh, serving multiple domains, sending emails under multiple domains, etc., making all that really possible, including unsubscribe link and email links and everything, everything like that. Um, this plugin is there for that. It is pretty good quality, I think. Uh, there's also a, a video that explains it. It's a multi-multi-domain by Friendly and GitHub. By the way, like always, you find all the links in the show notes uh, on multicast.com. Um, now, what else do we have in terms of code? Um, our good friend Maxim in the Ukraine, by the name of Dev Future. Um, he is pretty active on the Grapes.js side and he um, implemented or integrated multiple editors into the Grapes.js. So the, the rich text editor in the, in the Mautic Grapes.js email builder is pretty limited. Everybody is unhappy with it. So he used the plugin system for Grapes.js to integrate other editors like Voila, um, CK editor and tiny MCE and um, has a little page where people can see the demo and also for a handful of bucks uh, get the code. Only thing is this is Grapes.js but not yet Mautic integrated. If you're interested in that he will probably be able to help you with it or you do it yourself. Um, Grapes.js is of course its own world 
But uh, if you look at the demo, it's really, really promising. It, it even supports tokens, so you could finally uh, in, in, insert things like name or form or something in in the email or in in the in the text of the rich text element. Ah, mm. <laughs> here here's a little really nerdy thing for people on the DevOps side. So people who have to um, provide uh, systems, spin up another Mordic system on demand and so on. Um, you are probably, uh, or you may have heard of Terraform by, by HashiCorp and Nomad also. For Nomad, we now have a deploy script for Mordic. So uh, um, M. Uh, Martin, I'm not sure. M. Polinowski, he uh, contributed the, the uh, Nomad script for Mordic and you find the link you know where then yeah let's let's look at uh, two or three more things one one is about another sms provider uh, i think they're based in india called mtalks and they have a Mordic bundle on their own or somebody issued it anyway so if, if mtalks is a relevant provider for you there you go um rocket chat they are, of course, very well known in the chat world. And um, they reached out to us and said, um, hey, please help us. We want to have a really great integration with Mordic. We want to learn from you what you like. Um, you want, we want you to look at our concepts and, and add to it. Maybe you can even uh, help us developing collaboratively, whatever. Um, but uh, even if you're not a developer, but you have ideas about uh, Mordic chat, the Rocket Chat integration into Mordic, do get in touch. I think it's a really nice thing by them, and we should embrace that. So um, there's also a GitHub repository for that, but uh, they're very open to comments at this point. Um, yet another new thing, um, the S... WIS, the Swiss agency in, in the Netherlands, they created a funny thing and that is a Laravel wrapper. Laravel is a, a PHP framework, of course, and um, having a wrapper for that, uh, for the Mordic API, uh, what does that mean? It means that whoever programs in Laravel can now very easily, without knowing Mordic, can access the Mordic API and say, hey, create a contact for me or, or fetch that lead for me or whatever. Um, so that's cool, a really good approach and makes Mordic integration, integration way easier for everybody, at least everybody using Laravel and maybe it's a, it's a blueprint for other frameworks as well. That might be nice. A um, little bit of disclaimer, this thing is not considered ready for production, but but it's a, yeah, it's a work in progress and then it's ready for for play around and give feedback and then one more thing um there is a a very sophisticated approach in the forums also by by xavier i'm not sure montero anyway um and he comes from a rather theoretical approach about uh, workflow theory and says, uh, Mordic is really more than halfway there. It could be much more powerful if we do this and that paradigms. 
and um, turn it into a generic state machine and that would be really cool for users and um, wow what what a really deep dive approach um, I absolutely like it I, I talked to him and, and said hey I yeah, should you should turn this into into action um, and, and find people to to go with you and then maybe even lead the approach uh, and he's he's open to it and if you are interested in in the future of, of the campaign workflows then uh, yeah you may join him and maybe form a tiger team or something so yeah yet another forum link in the show notes please go there and contact him thank you very much and now finally let's switch over to brazil uh, and uh, rewind back a little bit in time uh, this is me talking to ruth during the Mod conference in South America. So, yeah, with me is uh, Ruth Cheesley. Hello, Ruth. Hello. Yeah, and once again, we're sitting in the beautiful hotel in Sao Paulo. Uh, the conference is over. We survived it. We did <laughs> talk about it before. So, um, I wanted to talk to you to, today about uh, Mautic itself, basically, the, yeah. as a product. These mm -hmm. days, so we're looking forward to the first alpha or beta release of, of version 5. So, yeah. that is seeing the light of the, of the world. Um, and uh, here at the conference, for the first time, you did talk about what's beyond that especially in the long long-term vision and, and elaborating that and drilling it down so i did ask you to to relate that to the broader audience here um let's start with with uh, the really long-term vision and, and by the way if it's getting loud here we're sitting next to the street in the hotel <laughs> lobby i uh, hope you can pick us up anyway uh yeah so vision for Mordic. why is that and what time are we talking about yeah so i think so much has changed since Mortic was originally created, but we've had the same mission and a kind of vague vision of where Mortic was going. Mm -hmm. So for the last year or so, I felt like that was missing. We weren't quite aligned with uh, with a vision. Yeah. So that's why I created this. It takes heavily from DB's original vision and original mission, but sort of brings it up to date with where we're at in the community. And it's hard with software to, to plan a long way in advance because if you think about all the technology changes in the last 10 years 20 years it technology is so different but this kind of sets our direction of travel so it's like this is where we see Mortic going in the future and what I've done is created a 10-year vision mm -hmm. these are the areas that we want to focus on to move towards where we want to be with Mortic to deliver on our mission and then drilled down on that into these are the things that we're going to focus on in the next three years mm -hmm. that will help to sort of lay the groundwork for us really delivering on those on those yeah yeah um right now hopefully uh, the the video from from your keynote and at the conference will be available so i would encourage encourage everybody to look at that it is uh half English, half Portuguese, because it's live translated. Um, so you will be able to see all that in, in original. But my feeling in the audience was like, like everybody was kind of, um, in sync or was kind of happy to, to see this, this vision 
getting synchronized with with uh, where we are today and and what people really want and what the needs are, etc. So so I'm I'm pretty sure or, or all the feedback that I received was was very very positive. Uh, but as you said. Uh, Turning that into midterm goals and and, and actual action—that that is the hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about that, or, or let's let's start with, with with what is this vision really about the the long term thing? What 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 did you highlight, and what do you feel important? Yeah. So really, for me, it comes into three kind of broad categories, mm. and these fall out of when I first started as product project lead uh, there were six areas in the community that we kind of knew in the community leadership team were a bit wobbly um, and those areas were around the features and functionality that you have in in Mortic as a product about the ease of use the stability and the support and also scaling Mortic and uh, the community so those yeah. were the kind of areas that we knew were a little bit wobbly and we needed to focus on so really these are sort of like trying to consolidate how we can improve those areas. The growing the sustainable ecosystem, one area of that is encouraging businesses and individuals to actually make money with Mortic so that if they're making money with Mortic and that's actually their livelihood, then they're much more likely to be able to contribute back to Mortic rather oh. than they're just doing it in their volunteer spare time hmm. and we're expecting them to do more in their spare time. Also, around that growing the sustainable ecosystem. It, we need to make it easy for people to understand how to use Mortic, how to get involved in creating plugins, um, how to contribute to Mortic in all the different ways that you can contribute to Mortic. And for that particular area, we've got some pretty ambitious goals over the next three years to grow our contributor base and grow our financial supporters as well, mm -hmm. because that helps us to drive more innovation. Yeah, at that point, maybe... Can you give us an example or two of how that is turned into actual goals? Goals? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, increasing participation, mm -hmm. that's a really important thing. Mm -hmm. um, leveraging our open source community, making, uh, bringing people together in person. Because like we've seen today, uh, yesterday, sorry, at the community day, mm -hmm. when people come together, they get excited and energized and inspired yeah. To, yeah. to give back to Mortic, but also to learn more about Mortic and tell more people about it. Mm -hmm. It sort of reignites that passion and that flame. Yeah. So also um, engaging local initiatives. So trying to encourage local communities to take the initiative to run events in their community. So it's not always the global community going to a place to run something. Yeah. Trying to encourage that sort of grassroots, I love Mortic, I want to meet up with more people who also love Mortic, mm. let's start up a meetup group, uh, yeah. let's run a Mortic camp, let's, let's run a con contribution day and the community can maybe provide pizza and we'll get together and smash some bugs or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just streamlining like how people can get involved. How can they fix bugs? How can they propose new features? Okay. All of that. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Let's get back to, to the vision <laughs> and, and the, the topics there. Yeah. And so the other one is around developing world-class features. So in, in some, some areas of Mortic, we are miles ahead of other tools. There are some functions and features that we have that you don't find in other tools mm -hmm. or you don't find in the, the way they work in, in mm -hmm. Mortic. But there's also other areas that we're kind of lagging behind that maybe they weren't such an important thing when Mortic was created, but mm -hmm. now the marketer is just expecting that kind of functionality. Simple stuff like archive 
archiving things you're not working on, organizing your resources so you can do rolled up reporting by a project that you're working on, yeah. all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so part of that is listening to people, feedback, understanding uh, what we need to actually bring into Mautic, yeah. what of that should be in core. Yeah. And part of it is encouraging people to actually create those features. So, mm-hmm. so like one of the features that we want to bring in, which will be a really great feature, we've got all the um, user interface designed. We just need to find developers to work on it, whether they do that voluntarily or whether we have to fundraise to actually mm. put someone on that project. So it's exploring ways that we can enable people to help us build these new features, mm-hmm. not just relying on volunteers and not just relying on a business uh, deciding to open source something. Mm. Um, and then the third area, which this one actually I got the most excitement from in Brazil, was about becoming a fully API-first application. And um, for, for, for many users, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But if you're an integrator, so you're integrating Mautic with lots of other things, or you're a developer... What this means is that every single thing that you do in the front end of Mautic, from the configuration to creating emails to sending emails to managing campaigns, everything that you do there can be done programmatically in the API, which means it can be triggered by something else rather than you being the human being. And it also enables a lot more um, innovation in Mautic. So that's also one of the main sort of 10-year visionary goals that we're looking to move towards. Yeah, that's obviously the way to go these days and, and developers are very excited about it. But the the, the impact cannot be overestimated. I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. No, I, I find it interesting that, that uh, in the Brazilian community it's the same feeling because in, in the past it was only uh, always like the uh, top-notch tech guys w- would care about it and the actual users would not uh, and here in the audience we had a really good mix of everything and then still it was not like oh nerd stuff it was really loud oh, cool that's good yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think there's a lot of people in brazil who are using mortic with um channels and tools that we don't necessarily use in mm. europe or the us mm. and they're they're doing that by using the api to connect up with other tools a yeah. lot of people are using um nan yeah. or tools like that to integrate mm. and so it makes sense to me that they got all excited about this but yeah. also i think because it improves our developer documentation because it, if we implement the tool we want to implement it will automate a lot of our documentation yeah, yeah. so it won't it will be up to date because it basically pulls it from the code lovely, lovely. yeah <laughs> now with this uh well 10 year vision of course everybody will now ask okay so what, what are the real priorities for for the time to come and then uh when will we will see actual results and so on is there anything you want to talk about that Yeah, so I mentioned one of them, which is increasing participation. That's been a goal this year. So we've had the year of the contributor initiative where we've been chipping away at things behind the scenes to make it better a better experience for mm. contributors uh, but this area just takes it much further in terms of what we want to do for increasing par- uh, participation improving quality again we've already started a lot of this but it's just taking it to the next level increasing the automated tests that we have so that we if someone contributes new code to Mautic mm. we can be confident that that code is is not going to break things at the moment only about half of our code is covered mm. so 
we are really heavily reliant on user testing and, and users can't always pick up every single issue because they're not using that particular email transport or they're not testing in that particular way. So automated tests really help us with that. Um, but also just making it, um, making quality something that is really at the forefront of our mind with Mortic. Um, improving product innovation. Some areas of Mortic, literally the code has never been touched, renewed or updated in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And there's still legacy code that hangs around from like Mortic 2 that has been deprecated with the development team for the uh, Mortic 5 project are doing an amazing job at trying to, to strip all of that out. Yeah, once again. Yeah, but it, it's also developing Tiger teams who are specialist experts in the particular areas who can tell us, like, if we really wanted to be world class in mm. stages and the way we deal with stages, this is how all the other software does it. This yeah. is how Mortic does it. And this is how we need to change. And this is how we can get even better than the others. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, because Mortic is such a multifaceted product, mm. it's quite a challenge for one person to be able to do that because you need to be fully in Mortic all day, every day yeah. to really know how all of those things work or should work or yeah. what the frustrations are. Yeah. So it's, it's setting up the infrastructure within the community to enable that kind of questioning mm. suggestions and what have you to, to help. And that will also help with the quality because if you're the person who like lives, sleeps and breathes points yeah. and you spot something that isn't quite right in a, a bug fix or a feature that's coming because you're so ingrained in that area, you're more likely to test those things yeah, really in depth. Exactly. And, and it, it will be much easier for you to do that. Yeah. And the results will be much more yeah. robust. Yeah. And the idea is that that workload is shared over many people's shoulders. It's not just dependent on like three or four people who are testing. Mm. So if we've got three or four people who really love campaigns and three or four people who really love points, then it's just that we've got a much more distributed team of experts. Yeah. I mean, this target team idea has been around for a while it started slowly yeah but it's becoming more and more important but also more more more, more tangible yeah so um yeah and we uh, have more and more people who want to contribute who it can be just a bit vague to say well help with testing whereas if you can say well what is it in mortic that you really love or that you're really mm. you use loads in your work why don't you specialize in that particular area and help yeah. us make that really awesome there might have been one thing we missed at the conference to to just uh, take people by the hand and say okay come on pick your area yeah. of, of uh, passion yeah 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 and um yeah build something around it and yeah then, uh definitely the starting point for the tiger teams is is the one thing i guess is lacking we have a handful of tiger teams so far yeah but starting a new one it always takes some 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 yeah. impulse and some 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 yeah pushing really so that also comes that comes in some of these like they affect each other don't they because that comes into contribution as well as yeah. helping us to yeah. improve the yeah, yeah. innovation and the quality so yeah so if you're interested in a particular area and you love nerding out on some particular thing in mortic then mm. that's that's the thing for you is to become one of those experts yeah, in those the good areas thing is nerding does not mean coding in this case no it, exactly it, yeah. yeah it can be like like you're a marketer and you use that feature totally. really heavily totally. and the idea is that those teams are small 
but multidisciplinary. So, <laughs> exactly. so ideally, you would have someone who is more marketer focused, someone who is more developer focused um, in that team, so yeah. that we we hear all sides of the of the discussion. Oh, so, <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, and also, I should also say that there will be Tiger teams which cover areas which touch the whole product, but they are specialists like user experience, yeah. like accessibility. So we also will have some teams where it's still a subject matter expert, but it's not a particular part of Maltec. It's more something that affects the whole... Cross-functional, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cross-functional. So, um, yeah, so the aim for the next three years is to start spinning those Tiger teams up, to start having people take up the responsibility mm-hmm. and make stuff awesome. Yeah, very good, very yeah. good. That's also one thing where I hope that that the local communities may help make a difference. Yeah. That um, people, say, in Brazil, who are not even necessarily good in English, but but good in, in scores or points, for instance, uh, can have that connection to the yeah. Tiger team and uh, and then make it make an impact uh, yeah. yeah definitely yeah. definitely um so that's um innovation streamlining mortic core is something that we've been kind of talking about for a long time and mm. we've again like, we started this with mortic 4 where we started to move each plugin out into its own repository so yeah. that when you use composer it pulls each of them in individually what we want to do with this is to take that to the next stage which is where when you install mortic you just install the absolute core functionality that's mm-hmm. required to get it up and running yeah. you don't install the citrix plugin the zapier plugin the whatever, all of the different plugins that are there, you install the core of Mortec and then the next step is what email provider are you going to use? And if you're going to use SendGrid, then we'll install the SendGrid plugin. And if you need to connect to a CRM, Mm. we install the CRM plugin that you need to connect to. If you want to use a different builder, we could install a different builder. And that allows you to tailor your Mortec experience to what you need. But it also allows us to our core team at the moment is extremely stretched because we're covering all of the plugins that are in core as well as the core mm. of Mortic. Mm. So the idea is that that allows the core team to be much more focused on the core of Mortic and it allows a small team to take on a bit like Tiger teams to take on managing those plugins. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it seems pretty natural now yeah. that you say it, but I know that, that in the past it was really hard because the code was so interwoven, yeah. so the functionalities could not easily be, be dragged out of the core. And um, the other thing is that you you will still have to find somebody to, main, to maintain that XYZ yeah. integration that has been maintained by the core team so far. Yeah. And my best guess is that in the beginning, the core team will still have responsibility for a good part of it, but at least it's going to be decoupled and ready for, for somebody else at any yeah, time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, it won't be a sort of, right, we're not supporting it anymore. Mm. It has to be a, div- a process of devolution of, of man- management. Yeah, the other thing is also um, it can be, uh, when you install the core, it can still come with the core, 
and uh, guarantee a certain level of quality. So mm -hmm. there's a difference between this and some random third-party plugin. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the, the 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 missing piece of the, or the, that was missing in the past is obviously the the marketplace. Yeah. Uh, to make it easy to install things and also to d determine. Yeah. Uh, which is on what quality level, maybe even. Yeah. So also over the next three years, hopefully next year, actually, um, we've got a lot of work slated to go on with the Mautic Marketplace. Mm -hmm. So some of the things we're looking at implementing there are having a search and filter system because at the moment the... The, the tool we use to actually pull all the stuff in doesn't have that capability. Mm -hmm. We need to write something that sits in between the mm -hmm. two. And also things like having a rating system, having a, this, yeah, yeah. Uh, having a, this plugin has been reviewed by the security team mm -hmm. functionality. Mm -hmm. um, and potentially in the long term, we're investigating, but haven't made any decisions yet. The ability to have free and paid for plugins mm. where the paid for plugins would donate a small proportion of each sale to the community. Mm -hmm. um, so those are the kind of things that we're, we're looking at improving with the marketplace. But the marketplace was kind of foundational to all exactly. of this work yeah. and Composer. And I know that there's some been some difficulties with the Composer side of things. That's something that we're also hoping to get fixed in the Multic 5 release, both from the documentation perspective mm. of how to install with Composer, how to update with Composer, but also from the operational perspective of not nuking your uh, local.php file when you update, which it currently does yeah. because of the way Mautic is set up. So we've got to make some pretty significant changes there. So yeah, so all of that stuff that we got into Mautic 4 was laying the groundwork that we needed to be mm. able to do this, this streamlining of Mautic Core. Yeah, cool. Very good. Um, okay, so so that that's the core and um I, I think everybody who's a developer and, and uh, in touch with the core is just very very happy even if it if for users doesn't mean much yeah. <laughs> but i think for more it, it, it is a big deal yeah, yeah definitely yeah. definitely what else, what else yeah. oh the last point is uh, the last of our three-year uh, goals is increasing reach mm -hmm. so this is something that i've talked about a lot with people at the conference in Brazil, we had quite a substantial number of people here who are not Mautic users, who had never heard of Mautic before. Mm. Maybe their boss saw the advert for the event and sent them. And they came away like, how did I not know about this? Mm. This, is, this software is amazing. What mm. you can do with it is amazing and it's free. And, you, and so I think that really just hammers home the point that we have to focus on promoting Mautic outside of the bubble of people who already know what Mautic is. Yeah. Uh, so that's like the marketers and the decision makers and the people who are um, buying in these services, mm. but also into open source worlds because they're the easy sell. If you're already an open source fan, if you already know yeah. open source, You need to know about Mautic. You need to know it's here rather than keep using the proprietary tools that are just convenient to use. Yeah. More often than not, it's, it's a good complementary product to other things like CMS products. Yeah, and definitely. So agencies who do CMS and uh, need marketing automation and then find some commercial tool but not Mordic, that's stupid and they're the perfect multiplier. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Yeah. And it's also sort of like promoting the whole 
the whole Mautic experience. So it's not only thinking about you can install it and self-host it yourself, but mm. also promoting the companies and the organizations who are offering Mautic as a SaaS model. Oh, so people so understand, yeah. Yeah. like, you don't just have to do it yourself. There's yeah. people here who can either hold, hold your hand through installing it yourself and then support it for you, mm. or there's people who do, like, a full SaaS model totally. that can help you from day one. You just pay them some money and they give you a login and you're using Mautic. Yeah. So it's sort of like promoting the fact that there's every opportunity to use Mautic in all those different ways mm. and encouraging, for example, our community partners, making sure that we're promoting our community partners because they're the people who are helping to create Mautic. Mm. They're giving back to Mautic financially, but also contributing to Mautic. Yeah, yeah, that's good. But, but uh, really, the, the point increasing the reach is is a tough thing i guess yeah. so a good challenge for the marketing team yeah for sure <laughs> yeah yeah i can't wait once yeah. again yeah, yeah yeah very cool um what else that's the three-year strategy so mm -hmm. we have to sort of take from there how are we going to do this in the day-to-day -day mm. basis so some of that will come through community initiatives where mm. community members are like right i'm going to implement this feature that people want mm. some of it will be through because i mentioned right we need to understand what features are missing mm. in mortic or what features people really really love and we should be shouting and promoting mm. in mortic yeah. um That side of things also would probably be a community project. But there might also be some aspects of this that we have to be much more direct with and say, right, this is the scope of this project. Mm. We need to raise this much money if we want this feature in Maltic um, because we need to find someone to develop it and have that as a, as a fundraising project, for example. Yeah. So, Like with the crowdfunding for version 5 to get, the, get that Done. Yeah, yeah, to get the, yeah. the, the boring part of the Mautic 5 update yeah, done. Yeah, but it wouldn't yeah. have been on time or as, as, as timely as it is. Absolutely. Without that, yeah. 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 Huh, cool. Um, I think when, when I think about all these uh, goals in the three-year time frame, uh, for me, because I'm also a team lead in the Mautic project, uh, that's also giving like, like a guidance for the priorities so uh, in the community team the community team we have i don't know like 10 or so main topics that 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 are on the list and if we all stick to to these priorities and, and get those done first then, then obviously that's helping the most and, and it's building upon each other and all so yeah yeah so I think, you have my promise <laughs> i think that's the challenge isn't it if you if we were a business These would be like the corporate goals and then it would fall down into OKRs exactly. for me and yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, it's a bit hard to impose OKRs on community volunteers. volunteers. Yeah. Uh, so we did think about that. Actually, we had some conversations about that at one point. Um, I, but I, yeah, I like what you say. Like it gives you the, the, the clarity of vision. Like this is the direction we're going in. So everything we do in our team really needs to be supporting yeah. th those areas that yeah. we're, that we're moving towards. And I feel like that's been a bit lacking in yeah, the past. Exactly. If, if, if nothing else, we can reflect on and, and go back to those goals on a quarterly basis or so and, and just remind ourselves what, what the most important things are. Yeah. 
beyond day-to-day business of course yeah yeah yeah, yeah, absolutely and like how how are we moving towards these things Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and also anytime we're making a significant decision is this decision helping us to achieve our mission and our vision and our goals rather than just making the decision in a vacuum where we're not necessarily thinking about the longer term vision so yeah Yeah, i do think it's a tremendously valuable and and a real foundation to build upon in in the years to come um so thank you once again for all the work you're doing for mordic uh I think it's it's hard to to, to see from the outside and how many layers you are active and uh, where where you push things forward, uh, including this conference, uh, but also including other things that you doing every day every week even uh, while, while this conference is going on you had to to fix things and to to <laughs> answer to people and so on, uh, yeah. Keep it on. Make make sure you don't burn burn yourself in the process. Yeah, I'm just about to take some vacation time to make uh, sure that yeah, I have yeah. some downtime Very after good. this event. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thanks for your time for the interview and uh, for everything else. Take You're welcome. Care. Thank you. Bye bye. And there you have it. Wow. Mm. <laughs> pretty pretty hefty, eh? Um, I th- I think it's it's amazing how Ruth deals with all those things in parallel. Uh, modic 5 and then community and everything and at, at the same time uh all this long-term vision and influences etc and, and a lot of things that that are not in the podcast uh sorry in the interview but um that we discussed afterwards so many things to to have in mind and to in to form into a strategy uh, uh my, my highest respect really <laughs> Okay, um, speaking of uh, Mordic Conference South America, there is a blog post um, and it's um, in Portuguese, but, but once again, if you are not a no Portuguese speaker, then you will be able to translate and have a little impression from what happened in Sao Paulo. Um, the vision was, of course, part of uh, Ruth's talk at the Mordic Conference, and I will link to the video from that as well, or to the slides anyway. I, I don't think the videos are out yet, are they? If they are, I'll also link to that in the show notes, but I haven't heard of it, so still in the making, I'm afraid. And a little bit of um, yeah, call for help once again, and not a heavy heavyweight thing, but the documentation team is looking for people with specific knowledge or of um, single plugins. So if you are using the Twilio plugin and are willing to use, to share your knowledge, or if you if you're using a certain CRM um, or this or that uh, about the things that come with with a Mordic core, um, we are looking for people who can help with some information, insights, even screenshots, maybe and uh, give that to the documentation team. So you don't have to write the documentation yourself. We just need your expertise, maybe even review things that are already there, things like that. Thank you very much for contributing. And um, if you have not done it before, maybe this is a good starting point for you. Yeah, and um, uh, it, it's been a long, long year. I think everybody is uh, out of breath in, in a way. But I think it's also a good sign when we discussed um, last week what's what's next in the Mordic world um, and at the same time looked in the mirror and said, what, how was 2022? 
if for Mordic, it was a fantastic year in terms of adoption. So for instance, we have a very high rate of people who star it on GitHub. That's uh, one of the uh, indicators that we are looking at. And um, so the, the, the Mordic grows is absolutely there. Uh, the Mordic community intends to support that growth and, and uh, turn it into product improvement even stronger. Um, yeah, Mordic 5 is, is coming out and uh, the, the structures are getting better and the local communities are, are picking up and all. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very much excited about what's coming in, in 2023. Oh my, I'm not used to the year. <laughs> um, but for now, I wish you all a, a peaceful holidays and, and uh, I talk to you next year. Until then, bye-bye, take care, stay safe. We'll